tonight. Well, it is great to be here with you all this evening. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Philippians chapter 3. I believe I heard that uh, Pastor was in Philippians this morning, and uh, we are going to be in Philippians this evening too, but Philippians chapter 3. Um, I would like to talk to you all this evening about uh, goals in our life. I, uh, <laughs> I remember the Lord getting a hold of me uh, the year before last about as I was making out my goals for the year. I believe we as Christians, we should have uh, goals, we should have ambitions in our lives, but uh, I'm going to just read this real quick. You don't have to turn there, but 1 Timothy 2 verse 4, uh, Paul actually says, uh, he's talking about Jesus here. He says, who will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Here he's talking about the gospel message. Uh, we have to realize that uh, Christ, uh, I, I, Pastor just went over this Wednesday, immutable, which means he doesn't change, right? He cannot change. So Jesus has one mission. Uh, he has a perfect will, and he wants us to be a part of it. So many times we get uh, our goals, usually even as Christians, we're thinking, all right, you know what, I need to lose uh, 10 pounds this year. Yeah, I need to, <laughs> to work out better. And, uh, and these are things I think about too, and a lot of it is like me, me, and it's dealing with the physical, but uh, we might say, I'd like to read my Bible through this year, and that's a great thing. That's something I uh, ask God to help me with every year, and I enjoy reading, and every year I learn more and more uh, as I'm reading through the Bible in a, a daily devotion. But uh, here is God's mission, and we as Christians, we should live on mission instead of just on our own goals. Let's see what Paul said in, uh, in, in Philippians chapter 3, uh, starting in verse 4. We're going to be at looking at verses 4 through 10, talking about choosing our goals in life. But uh, first thing I have here, we're going to have five different uh, goals here we see in, in Paul's life, also five goals in, in my life moving forward that, that Paul had here in the scripture, but verse 4, Paul says, Though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh that he hath whereof he might trust in the flesh, I am more. You have to remember, Paul was quite the, the Jew, okay? And here he's about to give us his list of credentials and his uh, superiority to most people in the world, and especially among the Jews. He was one of the, uh, you could say one of the mighty men among the religious Jews. Verse 5, he says, circumcised the eighth day, which is a part of the Jewish custom and tradition. He says, of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, he says, an Hebrew of the Hebrews, as touching the law of Pharisee. So he wasn't just a regular Jew, he, was, he knew the law, he studied the law, he had a great teacher to teach him the law, and uh, just like we have a pastor, we have a teacher to teach us the Bible, and teach us at anything, but he, he knew all these things. Verse 6 he says, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. So according to the law, he considered himself as one who didn't go against the law, he was blameless. That's actually one of the qualifications of a pastor and a deacon is to be blameless. And uh, recently, I believe it was with your pastor too, talking about that on Wednesday. Verse 7, here he says, but what things were gained to me. You see that? Those were Paul's goals. So he said, these things, my credentials, my pedigree, who I am, he says, all those things were gained to me. But it, look at what he says here. Those I counted loss for Christ. So all of those accomplishments that he had worked so hard for that were his goals in life, he says, they were to me, they were to my gain, but, but to Christ they were all lost. Uh, verse 9, 
Um, he says here, no, I'm sorry, verse 8, he says, Yea, doubtless, and I count all these things but loss. So all of his goals were lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung that I, that I may win Christ. So he said, all of those things in my life, all those goals that were my accomplishments, they were my goals and my, to my gain, all that I count lost that I may win Christ. So the thing is, throughout every, all these things in our lives, it's what are our ambitions? What are our goals as believers? Are we going to live on Christ's mission and do what He wants us to do? Or are we just going to have our goals that, as Paul said, these great things that all the people respected Him for in His nation, they were all lost that, because Christ is far better. Verse 9 he says, and be found in Him. He's talking about being found in Christ. Uh, my family and I are going through the book of Ephesians and our family devotions. And some 35 times in the book of, of, of Ephesians, it mentions in Christ, Jesus, in Christ. David in the Psalms, he actually has talked about being in God. And, but praise the Lord, we can be in Christ Jesus. The man that came and bled and died and gave his life as a ransom for, for our life and, uh, and paid the penalty of sin for the whole world. Uh, but here he says that I and be found in him not having my own righteousness, which is of the law. So through the law, that's what the Jew would, would believe. Uh, I know there's some people here maybe that know a lot more about the Judaism and the law and everything. But that's what they, they're obtaining their righteousness through uh, keeping the law, right? Which we know as in Christ, we are free from that. Actually, Christ fulfilled the law with his own blood, with his love. And that's what he wants us to do as, as well, okay? Living by, by love and the, the law of love that was fulfilled by Jesus Christ. But he says, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. So Paul didn't find anything in his previous accomplishments that, that gained him any recognition with God himself. Yeah, people respected him. Uh, they're like, everybody knew who he was in his day, an up-and-coming young man, Zealous, he said, concerning zeal, persecuting the church. We know he was there when Stephen, uh, one of the original deacons at the church in Jerusalem, was stoned to death, martyred for his faith. And he said, uh, all of these things, and, and I counted later, he would say that he was the least of the apostles because he persecuted the church. And it was something that was really heavy on him. Like, uh, And I think here are people that know their Bible and they live by the Bible, yet like a Pharisee, their heart is far from God. They don't understand true love in Jesus Christ, and they're going around trying to uh, teach people the law without showing love and grace like Jesus did throughout all of his life. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, my life's verse, I'll read it here, Luke 9, verses 23, or verse 23, it says, And Jesus said to them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, which means die to himself, uh, take up his cross daily and follow me. The life of a Christian and true following Jesus Christ, you're going to have suffering. It's, it's, uh, it's, that's a promise. Even Paul talked about that. Uh, those that live godly shall suffer persecution, right? I believe we see it now more than ever. In other states, there's been persecution against the church. We see it all over the, the world, especially over in the Middle East these days. But uh, Jesus still wants people to be on his mission Counting the cost, just saying, whatever you have for me, I'm going to bear my cross, and I'm going to deny myself daily, and I'm going to follow Jesus Christ. And that's what we should do, too, 
as believers. So the first goal we see here in Paul's life, also in my life, what I want is I consider all my goals as loss for Christ. Number two we see, um, I want to know Christ better. That's what Paul said in verse 10. Uh, we, we're, our, our text here is Philippians 3 verses 4 through 10. But the last four uh, of our points of these goals are going to be in one verse. All right, It's a pretty impactful, uh, life-changing verse here. Paul says that in verse 10, Paul says that I may know him. We're thinking of this man who was saved some 30 years probably before he wrote this passage, and now he's saying, I want to know Christ. I mean, it's like, what is he talking about? The day he met him personally on the road to Damascus, uh, his life changed forever, and it was never the same again. <coughs> but here we see he's like, I want to know, I, I want to know him. But he's talking about this intimate love as, a, as, a, uh, as I want to know my wife more, this personal relationship. But that's the way Paul was saying, I want to know Christ more and better. I want to, I want to understand him more. And, and uh, how do we do that today? We do it by reading the Word of God. I mean, we can read uh, what Jesus did. Not all of his accounts, as, as John said, we, he couldn't possibly fit them all in, in a book. All the things that God, that Jesus did while he was here on earth, but we can read how he showed love and compassion, how he went to people, those sinners. He went to sinners' houses and ate with them, all right? He's like, who does that? Because we're, we're Jews, we don't do that kind of thing. And, and you call yourself a teacher, a rabbi, and you want to go eat at a sinner's house. I mean, he, he was there with publicans, tax collectors, who the Jews hated because they betrayed their own people for the Roman government who was... Uh, in leadership and, and dominion over them. But here we see Paul's goal was that he wanted to know Christ more and better in his life. And me, at 38 years old, I was saved when I was seven years old. And you know what? I still don't know everything I want to know about my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I, that's why I need his word. That's why I want to uh, die to myself daily that, I, that he truly would live through me. Uh, to know Christ, we, we study the Gospels uh, also Understand how, how he lived, okay? Um, he didn't have a wife to take care of, kids to take care of. It was a little different than, than most of us, uh, at least men and, and women sitting in here. But uh, he was going around being a blessing to whoever he would be around. Uh, by the way, the Bible talks about gift, the gift of marriage, but also there's a gift of celibacy Paul talked about. And he said, it'd be far better if, if you were as me and, and not have a spouse so that you could take care of more people and be a blessing to the church, your, lo your local church there. So whatever gift, obviously for young people, I was 21 when I got married, so I had the gift of celibacy until I got married when I was 21, but I could minister uh, to so many other people. Uh, but praise the Lord, uh, I needed a wife, all right? I found a good thing there. And, uh, but uh, number three here, we see the third goal, as Paul said, uh, in, in me and my life, is I want to know more about the power of Christ. So knowing Christ more and better, but also here he says in verse 10, he says, in the power of his resurrection. So Paul wanted to know Christ more and better and the power of his resurrection. We know, uh, we'll, we'll read these verses, Colossians 3, verses 1 through 5, talks about power. I mean, praise the Lord for the Holy Spirit in our lives. He, he is a power, right, that we have in order to get through life to, to make the right decisions. We have God's Word, and the Holy Spirit shows us these things, but Colossians 3, verse 1, Paul says, if ye, so this is a conditional statement here. He's talking to uh, more than one, one person here, this church at Colossae. He says, if ye, then be risen with Christ. So those that are risen with Christ, they have to be dead to themselves, right? 
They have to be dead men, but they're alive in Jesus Christ. He's talking about believers here, the church. He says, if you're risen with Christ, he says, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. So pretty amazing. So if we are truly risen with Christ, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be uh, thinking about Jesus Christ. We're going to be thinking about how I can love, love God, love Him, and, and love other people in my life. Verse 2 takes it a little further. He says, set your affection. Here he's talking about your mind, which is your heart, the Bible would speak about. Who you are, the inner self. He says, set those on, what does the Bible say? On things above, not on things of this earth. We have something, something in our life that says the American dream, all right? In Chile, they had the Chilean dream. It was very similar to the American dream uh, we, I grew up with and, and seeing in my life this uh, American dream that actually uh, prevented me from going to the mission field earlier in life because I, I had a good job, a good career, uh, things were paid for, and, and I was just living the, the American dream, so to speak, yet uh, you know what? My heart was far from God because he wanted me in, in another country, come to find out Chile, now it's Miami, uh, preaching the word of God and ministering to other people. But here we, we as Christians, we need to put our affection, our heart, our mind on Jesus Christ. Uh, we see David was a man uh, after God's own heart. Daniel purposed in his heart. He's talking about the inner being of these men and, and women that wanted God to use them and do great things for God's glory and not their own glory. So Paul wanted to know this power. Verse 3, he says, For ye are dead, and your life is hid, in, with Christ in God. So he's writing to these believers saying, you know what, you're dead people. You're dead men, all right? We, we've hear, heard this, the uh, dead man walking, right? They, uh, a prison term, I believe it is, before they, uh, they, they have a life sentence, right? But praise the Lord, we are dead. We, are, we were dead in trespasses and sins, but praise the Lord, God has given us life. And it's through this power of his resurrection in our life. And he said, verse 4, he says, when Christ... Who is our life? You see here, Christ defines who we are. Before I'm a father, a husband, uh, a preacher, a missionary, you know what? I'm, I'm in Jesus Christ. I am. He is my life. So it's Jesus Christ is my life. If anything else is before that, you know what? I'm not honoring him with my life. The Bible talks about him being a jealous God, one that deserves, rightfully deserves our respect and our worship. He's the only one that, that, is, uh, that we should be worshiping in our life, but he is truly our life. But he says, who is our life shall appear, then we shall also be with him in glory. So praise the Lord for that. Verse 5, he says, mortify. We, we don't like to use that term uh, like mortification, mortify, but it's to put to death. So he says, Mortify or put to death, therefore, your members, talking about your body, which are upon the earth. And here he lists a whole bunch of uh, sins, and I don't have, I, we'll, we'll skip over that, but he said, put all this sin to death because it's not you that lives anymore, it is Jesus Christ living in you. And he is your life. There's, so why could, we're not supposed to continue in sin because Christ has given us life and he's given us the power to say no to sin. And, uh, and that's uh, the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us. Also, Romans 1, uh, 16 and 17, it says here, talking about the power, he says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Something I didn't realize here in Miami is we have about a half a million Jews living among us. 
All right, maybe some of you knew that. I didn't know that before I even signed up. I was, you know, had my heart towards Hispanics, but I've seen them, especially um, towards the coast. I, I see a lot more, but you know what? We need to go to them. We need, we need to reach them, right? Paul was a Jew. Usually he would go into the towns and he would preach in the synagogues trying to convert the Jews over to, uh, to the Messiah, to Jesus Christ. But, uh, and here he says, for verse 17, he says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Which is Habakkuk 2, verse 4. So, third here, he said, I want to know more about the power of Christ. And uh, fourthly, this fourth goal is, uh, in my life, is I want to have better fellowship with Christ. There's nothing like sweet fellowship with the Savior. Uh, whether it's in the morning, uh, reading the Word of God and praying. Uh, of course, prayer is us uh, speaking to God, and uh, it shouldn't just be a whole list of, of petitions, requests, but we should make those known unto God, but also thanking Him and, uh, and saying, God, you know what, I'm going through this, and I don't know what you're doing, but I want to trust you by faith. It's uh, like a lament, and, uh, and just speaking to God, I want to know Him. It's like I could imagine being married to Anna, my wife, and not having conversation on a daily basis with her, okay? So it's like we live life, we do these things, we work, and then we just, we just go to sleep at the end of the night and don't even mention anything. And that's not how God wants us to live. Uh, he wants us to communicate with Him, but also our loved ones. But in verse 10, the third part here, talking about better fellowship with Christ, he says, in the fellowship of His sufferings. What in the world was Paul talking about here? What kind of crazy person asked God, you know what, I, know, I want to know you more and better. I want to, the power of your resurrection, but also I want to understand more of the fellowship of your sufferings. You know what, Paul had been through a whole lot at this point in his life, uh, shipwrecked, uh, beaten. He was left, he was stoned to death and left for dead, but somehow he didn't die, okay? They, they thought he was dead, but uh, pretty amazing. So he said, you know what, I'm ready to suffer more. And uh, what, what, a, what a testimony, right? So when God allows suffering and persecution in our lives we shouldn't say God take this away from me we should be saying God what are you trying to teach me please help me to get through this and we need some Christians who will have some backbone and be uh, true followers of Christ and just say whatever it is I mean my life is already yours and uh, I've already given it to you and, I, and I'm going to trust you to take care of me the worst thing that can happen for us is we go to heaven okay so just be thinking about that all right but uh 2 Timothy 3, 12, it says, Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. So, you know what? I believe here in the, in the U.S. it's coming, okay? I saw uh, something popped up, a notification news talking about uh, the U.S. and China, these tensions. You know what? We as Christians, we can be uh, have peace, perfect peace, as we keep our mind on Jesus Christ and realize that He's got everything under control, including my life, which, which actually is, is his life, right? It belongs to him. Uh, Galatians 2, verse 20, Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. He's saying, you know what? I'm dead. I'm crucified with Jesus Christ. He said, nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. So he's saying, you know what? And he, Paul also said that he died daily. Just like Jesus said, if you want to follow me, be my disciple, you need to deny yourself Take up your cross daily and follow me. And Paul said uh, here, I'm crucified with Christ. He says, it's Christ that lives in me. He said, in the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Pretty good testimony. 
May, may we remember these verses throughout the week, throughout our lives, as we're on goal, as we're doing things for God, and as we keep, keep on. But we are truly dead in Christ Jesus. By the way, that's a beautiful death, okay? Uh, and so what it, is, what it means is anything that Daniel Sparks does is not by Daniel Sparks. Anything good uh, is, is by, because of Jesus Christ living in him. Okay, so may he receive any glory, any credit, which is, you know, as, as uh, we travel the country and still um, recently uh, being back for almost four months, uh, giving updates and representing the ministry to Miami. Um, and through all that, you know, it's thank the Lord for the encouragement and it would be easy for someone to get a big head. Okay, it's say, you know what, it's, it's, uh, it, it's me, but in, through our lives, may God, if we're set setting our affection on things above and not on things of the earth and Jesus at the right hand of God the Father, then we can give him all the glory that he deserves throughout our lives. Uh, fifth and finally here, my, my last goal in life and really uh, purpose and mission for my life is I want to be more like Christ. Paul said, to finish this out, he said, being made conformable unto his death, which means like unto his death. We, we baptize people. I believe you'll baptize people here, right? It's a Baptist church, but which is symbolic of the, the death of the Christian, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, but that's our, that's the gospel, right? Paul said the gospel is, in, to the Corinthians, he said the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. But it's not just baptism, it's not just getting saved, but we should live the gospel in our lives, which is every day waking up and saying, Daniel, you're not living today. It is Christ that's going to live in you. You know what? God has big plans for all of us. Uh, no matter if someone says it's big or little, it's a, it's a big plan because it's, it's of God. And whatever it is that God has on your heart, we should do it and do it faithfully in our lives. Too many times we start off the new year, we have these goals and ambitions. And before uh, January gets over or before February is here, we've already forgotten these things. But we need to write them down. We need to write down, to, I do this, I write down my blessings in life because if I'm ever feeling a little blue, which, which t typically doesn't happen, all right? God allows, I mean, this is, we're, we're getting ready to come up here today and, and I'll just tell me Zida's uh, doesn't, she won't get out of the bed. She's hurting. I'm like, what's going on, you know? So uh, and I'm like, we train our kids to love to go to church, okay? And so what is she doing? But, uh, but through all these things, uh, being made, uh, likened to Christ in our lives, but may our goals and uh, His mission last not just a month or, or just even a year, but the rest of our lives. And, uh, and it's great to stay in shape and do all these things, take care of the, the body, the temple that God has given you, but uh, even uh, the Bible says that, that spiritual exercise or bodily exercise profiteth little, right? So it does profit, but uh, we got to take care of our bodies in order to do things spiritually with our life as well, but let's not forsake the spiritual things in our lives. And uh, to close, I'll remind you, uh, well here, I'll share some of these personal goals in my life that I had this year, and a lot of them had, have come true. Um, I, like Paul, I want to know Christ more and better. Basically, this uh, verse here, Philippians 3.10, that whole verse is, is a goal of my life this year and for the rest of my life. But also, um, have family devotions, uh, prayer time and devotions with my wife. Um, say I love you. You know, it's, it's one thing to show love or just to say love, but it's, it's great to do both, okay? Uh, realizing kids are, are different, uh, love language is a great thing to understand. Uh, and I put down here to plan a Hispanic church, at least one in Miami this year, all right? So it looks like we're, we're on track for that. 
and uh, also train others. And in Chile, we were able to leave the church with uh, a good group of uh, young people that a lot of them had recently just gotten saved. And they're growing, and they've, they've been discipled. They're discipling other ones, and, uh, and the church is continuing on there because we said, you know what? Uh, one day we might not be here. I had no idea it was only going to be two years from the date that we started the church uh, due to honest health. But uh, the church is continuing on because we said, you know what? It's not about me. It's about training others that can t- take our place, right? So as we're here in Miami, that's, that's what our goal is. That's what Jesus did, by the way. He said, y'all, he told his disciples, y'all, what you're, he allowed them to do miracles. They were watching in the beginning. Then they started getting hands on. He said, greater works you will do. And he was going to leave them. So, and you know what? The Bible says, men said, these, these guys have come that have turned the world upside down. That's pretty amazing words because they had the power of the Holy Spirit, the same power that we have today. So may we do what God wants us to do, uh, whatever it is to do, and be faithful to him be involved in our local church, and, uh, and just be willing to do whatever he puts on our heart. I believe there's people in here that God has put something on your heart maybe in your life, and you've told him no, and uh, just like I did for years. And uh, I wanted to be in a foreign country, but I was like, God, now's not good. It's not the right time, but uh, you know what? It's never too late to do it, okay? And uh, let's, let's pray. Father, we love you as pastor comes to close us out. Father, we love you. Thank you for being so good to us, thank you for uh, letting us know what your will is, God, that you will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Help us to be on mission. Help us to be uh, conscious of other people around us and uh, that we can minister to God and that we can be a blessing. Help us to uh, not be quick to judge, but uh, quick to listen and get to know people uh, so that we might be a blessing to them and help them. But help us all to be on mission, live on mission now and the rest of our lives and train others to to do the same and ask these things in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.